Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting, meaning leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to today's episode where it's a mashup of three different guests, and I'll talk about them very soon. But first of all, just want to say thanks for all the tremendous support coming through from the one-year anniversary, which we just did about a week and a bit ago. And amazing how a whole year has gone so quick. And where we were last year at this time and just going into lockdowns or coming out of lockdowns, I mean, it was just really amazing and a real changing time for all of us around the world. Hey, if you haven't already checked out, please go ahead and do so. The Facebook group, Leadership is Changing, or if you're on LinkedIn, check out the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing. Some wonderful sites and platforms and uh, love to see you there. Okay, so I have three wonderful guests for you today. Ravan Papaya is the CEO, Mighty Champs Marketing. He's also the CEO of Professional Leadership Center. Ravan Papaya is his name, is from episode 113, a great guy, and have a listen to the insights that he is sharing there. This is superb. From episode 114, Dr. Rob McLeland. Now, Rob is a great guy as well. He's an internationally recognized expert in business and organizational alignment. He's also the CEO of Leadertribe.com and the podcast host of Your Daily Dose of Growth. And my final guest on this mashup is Jacques Landry, and he is from episode 116. And Jacques is the CEO of Cycling New Zealand. And right now, of course, they are getting themselves ready for the Olympic Games that are about to happen in Tokyo and Japan. And so exciting times that he's actually facing right now and uh, getting ready with the team to go ahead. So team, what I'd like you to do is sit back, listen, take notes, and listen to Ravan, Rob, and Jacques as they share their insights and thoughts in relation to the question, leadership is changing, what does it mean to you? So leadership is changing the title of the show. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean to you? Sort of briefly, what does that mean for you? So like I, I told you, my mentor says, John Maxwell, Dr. John Maxwell says, leadership is influence. I think for a lot of time, the world has been misinterpreting leadership. We have seen leaders 
despite mm. the fact that we've been talking about uh, Hitler, for example, you know, leadership by force, and uh, we have kind of like transited from that and said now we have leadership by being democratic leadership where people vote, but still are so many places in the world we have that dictatorship. But I think even in countries where it's called democratic, where we're supposed to have democratic leaders, I believe there's still leadership by force because, you know, you have laws that the government, when they come in and they have the power to change laws and they, they, they vote laws that, you know, go against a bit the, about the freedom of people. But I think the power that leaders get, uh, the power should be for serving. But I'm uh, you, you agree with me, in many countries, the power has been misused. But leadership yes. is changing. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful mm -hmm. phrase, Dennis, because this is what's happening in the world. What can you see around in the world? What can you see what's happening in the US? What can you see what's happening in Mauritius, for example? What can you see happening everywhere in the world, in Europe? People are taking over. But people are saying, no more. We want, we want you to tell us the truth. We want you to be accountable. We want you to, you know, we, I tell people in my country, what is a government? Because when government comes, they say, we are in power. We are the government. We are the power. We have the power and we are the power. But I tell people, don't forget, a government is your employee. You are the employer because you sent them to take care of the country's affair, financial and others. So they have to be accountable to you the population and not yeah. the other way around. So leadership is changing for me is that people, maybe the millennials, maybe the generation Z, that is a new generation that's coming, that are not the generation that will stay silent. I think there is a change of mindset where people are no more standing silent and say, what can we do? They have the power. They are saying today, no, we are the power. Yeah. We are the country. We are the population. We are the government. You are taking care of that. And we've sent you there and we pay you for that. But we don't pay you to uh, corrupt. We don't pay you to do all the things that you are doing. We pay you to govern, to take the, the people's money and to make the country progress and to prepare for the future. So I think leadership is changing in the sense that leadership in the past was only those people who are in power. But people are understanding today that leadership is about everything. Leadership, the true leadership is self-leadership. It's leadership, each and every human being, every one of you, you're a leader. And I think people are starting to understand that. And this is why more and more people are going on the road to express themselves, to say, we are also leaders and we also lead. And this is what we are going to do. Yep, people are very becoming very vocal and they're wanting to be A, heard, and two, the B, they want to be also make sure people are transparent, being authentic and being vulnerable as well. But uh, And it certainly is out there for sure. Talking about role models, who's your favorite leader? Now, this person could be alive or from history. So who's your favorite leader and why? If I went for all time, then 100% sure it is uh, Jesus. I know that he's the greatest leader of all time. And uh, I think that was because he didn't judge people, but he still loved them enough to tell them the truth. So here you have this guy who never ventured more than 100 miles from his hometown. There was no social media. He changed the globe more than anyone else ever have. And so that those two foundations of love and truth are very, very powerful. And that's why those are the two foundations of my executive coaching business today. Will I love them enough to say something? 
And as a result of that, you know, you say, well, what year is it? 2021. Based on what? Well, that goes back in history to this guy who lived in the Middle East who cared about people and would tell them the truth and it changed the world. So that's in history, probably modern day. Lots that I could name, two that come to mind right off. Jamie Dimon, the head of Chase Banks. I really like him and you don't hear him mention much, but he's a guy who came out and said, hey, Bitcoin's a fraud. Don't go there. And then all of a sudden, a year later, he's like, I was 100% wrong. Here's why we are going to start embracing this. And this was my mistake. And I held us back from doing better sooner. He was also very transparent and forthcoming about his some medical conditions he had. And so I love that kind of transparency, vulnerability. I think we need more of that in our leadership. And again, I can name a lot. One of those, one of my business partners, a guy named Hans Struzina. And uh, Hans was a a U.S. Olympic athlete, so top of his game, right? In the last Olympics, he was rowing for the United States, favorite to win the gold medal, goes to Brazil, and he comes in fourth place and misses a medal. Huge, huge personal failure. And so he comes back. Well, you know what he has done is he has said, man, that hurt so bad. What did I learn about myself and what have I learned about others and how can I help people to shift their mindset? when they go through failure. And I, I just think this guy is such a stud. I love the dude. And so people like that are all over. If you'll open your eyes and look for them, you have uh, heroes all over. And I, I enjoy just being part of their lives when I have that opportunity. Yeah, what an awesome, I mean, it must have been very, very hard for him. But what an awesome platform to learn, to move on and and learn from our failures, to come back stronger, to come back a more effective leader. leader. And just to move that mindset shift is, is amazing. Yeah, his podcast is killing it where he talks about mindset shift all the time. And so, yeah, Yeah. he's a great guy. Excellent. Hey, the show is called Leadership is Changing. And when I say that title, what does that mean for you? Well, certainly I know that that is more true than ever. Because if you think of it this way, the entire world is changing right now faster today than it ever has in history. And it will never change this slowly again. So Mm -hmm. just that fact, if you add to that how different millennials are from baby boomers, and that's one of the areas in my coaching practice, I I help my clients understand that and crush it in that area. Those are skills that you have to have today as a leader that you didn't have to have during the top-down leadership of the past. And so leadership is changing every single day. We're never going to stay up with all the technologies, but if we can lead with caring about the other person, telling them the truth and making good decisions, we're going to win. Excellent. Yeah. Fantastic. So the show is called Leadership is Changing as a title. Well, what does that mean for you when I, when I say that title? Oh, well, it's ever evolving, obviously, uh, leadership. And I think it, it's, it's evolving with what's happening around the world. Even when I look at the organization I'm, I'm leading, Cycling New Zealand, obviously, we're, we're a not-for-profit organization. The way we look at things changes. In fact, we're just finishing off. I'm just finishing off writing our, our strategic plan uh, moving into 20, you know, from 2021 to 2028. And it, it's always going to be a moving phase. We also always have to adapt with how people perceive what we should be doing, but also looking internally as how, how we should be operating as, as an organization, again, a not-for-profit, when we look at it from, from our standpoint, we've decided to actually step away from being uh, everything to everybody, as it's, it's something that a, a, lot of pe- a lot of organizations, I think, um, tend to, to go down that rabbit hole of, of, of wanting to be everything to everybody. And we've basically decided, listen, let's, let's focus on one key area 
and, and do it well, which is, is more the sports the sporting side of the, uh, the equation as, as people might know. I mean, it's definitely during that, this pandemic, especially when we were in lockdown in March here, uh, March and April, people took their to cycling a lot and, and recreationally, which is great. I think the bike industry has uh, boomed since then. Bikes now on, on are, are in back order. They, they can't produce enough bikes uh, for people to actually get on and, and get fit and, and entertain themselves through riding. But for us, it's been, uh, you know, it's a, it's a demographic. The recreational cyclist is not something that we've decided to actually target. Uh, we wanted to target more of the high-performance area. And high-performance being the whole pathway from kids getting on bikes and starting to compete at school level to Olympic medalists and, and onward uh, to athletes that become professionals in their own right on professional teams, whether it be in Europe or North America or elsewhere. So we've changed a bit of our, our tact, if you will. It's a slight change, but it's still a change. And I think it's just because we have to actually have a, an ear to the ground all the time and, and, and understand what our membership is looking for, what, what people in general are looking for as we being a service provider uh, to, in a certain degree to the demographic that is that is cyclists, and and this is where we decide to, to actually hang our hat. More than likely, in in you know six, uh, four, five, six years time, we might actually change our tack. But I think, I think the leadership and the way you lead an organization is always going to change, and you have to be nimble enough to be able to adapt to uh, to the changes and and what the ecosystem is telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and listening to the ecosystem, I think, is really important. I mean. You may have members, uh, other organizations may have customers and so forth. They really do need to listen to what the market is saying and, and what they need. How important do you think it is for organizations to revisit their strategy and how often do you think they should do, should revisit it? Oh, that's, a, that's I guess, the age-old question, isn't it? I think yeah. I, I think it's, I, I think to a certain degree, there's the, to me, you, you, you one, feel it if you're really in tune with your members and, and, and your, your staff. You feel it to a certain degree, but you know, I, I think we're in sport, definitely in, in Olympic and Paralympic sport, we we operate on a quadrennial basis, and, and so so for us, it, it makes sense to be able to revisit it uh, every four years, just just do a sense check, I guess, every four years. When I I took the helm of the organization, I looked at our past strategic plan, and, and I, I did feel that it needed to be re- revisited. I think it, in certain places is a bit antiquated and. It was probably really good at the time when it was pumped out and, and put forward, but I really felt that uh, we needed to revisit it and really bring in, you know, bring in a massive consultation period to actually get a better sense of what we do. So basically, it's uh, it's taken us 18 months to actually get to where we are right now, a uh, long drawn out process. But uh, I do think that because we actually did a lot of consultation, it'll be easier for people to to buy into to the strap plan when we mm. pump it out in in about two months time. So. To answer your question, I think it's you a feel it if you're if you're really close to your your people, your staff, and your your membership. And I would say also if you um, you know every three to four years, I think it's a, it's probably a good timeline to actually revisit every time. Okay, great, thank you. Hey, listeners, I hope you took heaps of notes there from our three wonderful guests in this mashup episode. Ravan Papia from episode one one three, so check that out. Doctor Rob McClelland, he is from episode one one four. And Jacques Landry, of course, in episode 116. So go ahead and check out those wonderful guests I have. And if you haven't heard those episodes, go to them and have a listen because you'll get some more insights than just what is shared in the mashup. Once again, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group, Leadership is Changing, or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, 
go on, go ahead and join that platform, that community. We would love to see you there. Hey, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Look out for the episodes as they're being published. Download, have a listen, put a review, and rating. Feel free to share them with your friends, your family, your network. And if there's any feedback you'd like to give me about the show or a question for my guests as I interview them or a question for the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode that happens once a week, send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Hey, listeners, trust that you really enjoyed that mashup. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 